0: everybody you are listening to the girls of 309 podcast um my name is annalicia and as always i am joined by my lovely (laughs) angels
1: and again first angel ashley's dog i however
0: am ashley (laughs) and i am shelby and I am Stephanie. Um, In this podcast we talk about all things Disney from the movies to the characters to the theme parks to our just opinion on things and today is part two of mine and Stephanie's um, discussion about what life was like when we were working there at Disney because we did multiple positions. Um, If you haven't listened to our first episode where we talk about our college program, highly recommend you go and check that out. We are hilarious. Um, (laughs) Just a little bit of a disclaimer, we may cuss, we may talk about poop. It's been in like every episode so far. Uh, So if you are a youngin, you have been warned not to listen. Um, but if you're young at heart, welcome. We welcome you. Um, so going to start this off with a couple of questions. So, Stephanie, why don't you tell us about the other positions that you held while you were at Walt Disney World?
2: Okay. Um, so the second time that I worked and did the Disney College Program at Disney World, I worked in attractions at Spaceship Earth in Epcot, which is the big giant ball in the middle of Epcot. And then my third program, I worked at Tomorrowland Speedway in attractions in um, Magic Kingdom. Um, Spaceship Earth, I did that the summer of 2015. And Tomorrowland Speedway, I did that the fall of 2016, after I had already graduated college. Did not know what to do with my life, so I just went back and worked (laughs) at Disney. (laughs) Valid,
0: that is valid. Don't know where to go? Let's go to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly.
2: What did you do, Annalicia?
0: Um, I got into the professional internship program, and I basically um, was working underneath Imagineers. Um, I don't know if they've changed the name, because while I was there, they did flip-flop between two different names, because they were in the middle of transitioning it. But last time I was there, it was with the scientific uh, show systems. Um, so I worked with that group. And it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I worked there the fall of 2015 from August to December. Um, So, Stephanie, tell me about the training that you went through.
2: Um, So, I'll be honest, the summer of 2015 working at Spaceship Earth is a little bit of a blur. (laughs) I'm not sure why. (laughs) Maybe it might be because I was like six months into being 21. So, (laughs) I would call that my party summer a bit, but no, really, I think it was just like, you know, only two months working there. So it went by really fast. And I had, I was looking back at pictures and I realized like, I had so many people visit me. Y'all visited me. I had my family Mm -hmm. visit me. um, Some other friends visited me. So it was just like a lot of people visiting me, me taking them to the parks and also, you know, working there and everything. But what I do remember is just like having a person that I would shadow I think and like they would show me each position and I pretty much learned attractions more hands-on they would just like show you you know this is how you do it and yeah we would just go from position to position and I would learn that and then there was also the computer-based training as well um I do remember for for Tomorrowland Speedway I remember my trainer for that better because he was just like super cool and chill and just like so amazing. And it was just me and him. I was just like following him around. He was just like so cool. Um, but I was freaking out the first day of training because there was that magic kingdom. I guess, you know, I I wasn't used to working there yet, so I don't know what happened, but the bus was late or something, so I was going to be late for my first day. I didn't have my trainer's number or anything to warn them, so I was just freaking out. I was like, no, I think I was probably like 20, 30 minutes late, and I was like in tears, but I finally oh, got oh. to the meeting point, but of course, he was super chill. He was like, no, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it happens, so I got to like breathe a sigh of relief then and um yeah, just followed him around and shadowed him. He taught me the different positions and did the computer based training. Um some of the different positions there were like job duties that we have at at Spaceship Earth were working in the front as like the greeter, welcoming people into the ride. There was the fast pass position where you are like at merge and you let you know fast pass people go more and then you let like a couple of the regular people go and then like more fast pass people so you have to kind of direct that flow and then we had like the load position yeah fast pass position it can be stressful and awkward yeah you literally just stand there and you're like letting all these other people go and the the main line is just like staring at you like um, <laughs> why are you letting all these people go in front of me and you're like well it's lying, so
0: yeah it's the way I would awkward. like get around it is I would just keep waving fast pass to go through and I would stop every person in the standby and be like how many in your party and they'd be like uh this many people and then i would like look behind me and they'd be like okay you could go and by then like 20 people had gone by nice nice so like, okay if you go and then the next family i'd be like oh how many people in your party and like i'd still be waving people through. Yes. so it was like you're moving i just have to make you go slower yes <laughs> that's
1: a good trick on alicia that's yeah, super I had
0: and I did not want people staring at me, being like, "We've been waiting for an hour. And you're letting uh-huh. these people go
2: first. Like, it's not right they're right there. Yeah. The worst Sorry, thing continue. is though, when the when the line gets backed up, or the ride gets backed up, or something, and then Fast Pass and the main line are both backed up, and you're like,
1: "Okay," oh, oh, no. all staring at
2: me, like. And then, of course, when it starts moving again, you have to let a lot of Fast Pass go by and it's just right exactly that part Uh, was the worst but
0: the worst position in any (laughs) cast member attraction right it's the worst
2: (laughs) in my opinion absolutely and then um we had the loading position where for spaceship earth it was interesting because it was basically like a a constantly moving ride we had this conveyor belt that people would have to step out Onto and like get into the ride, so we kind of had to be actually pretty fast at load, being like, Okay, you two here, you two here, like Ooh. party of three, Ooh, two and one, cool. like yeah, party of four, two and two, party of yeah, seven, two, 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 one.
1: <laughs> so,
2: yeah, it was kind of hard. Sometimes people did not feel comfortable stepping out on a moving walkway, so we'd have to like slow down the ride or stop the ride or things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and of course, like if people with disabilities come, we, we can assist them and stop the ride for that. Um, and I remember there was this big red button too, that we had that was like, you know, if something <laughs> happens, <laughs> you have to emergency stop the ride and like, <laughs> you can press that big red button, but it was scary. I was like, I don't want to have to touch the big red button. <laughs> That's intimidating. Oh, a little no bit. No. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we learned how to do, like, evacuation drills with the ride, which was interesting, mm-hmm. like, how to, you know, help people get off the ride and everything if something were to happen. Um, Or if we have to, like, sometimes because people could get out of the ride because it was pretty slow moving, they could actually, like, get out of the vehicle and, and trespass into the ride. And that's, like, <laughs> a huge no-no. We get, like, red oh. alerts. And we have to like get our flashlights and like literally go search for the people and escort oh them Oh, No, yeah. crazy. Did you ever have to do that? <laughs> I don't think I ever searched, but it did happen. I had I like had to stay at the front, I think, and other people had to go search. But yeah, we had like the different team positions. It was kind of kind of legit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we had a system for sure. <laughs> just and player, then, um, best
0: to not get out of the ride. That's how yeah, you get banned.
2: Don't get on. Like that. I know. We have sensors everywhere. We know. We also have cameras everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of cameras, the best position to work at Spaceship Earth is a position called photo edit. And literally you just like sit in this little closet, (laughs) this tiny little space. And you're just your one chair and your computer, and it's a touch screen. And they have the, the photos they take on the ride. And then afterwards, they appear on the screens in the in the Spaceship Earth interior. And so photo edit, you had to like go through the photos really quickly make sure that they were appropriate, that they like some of them were like blurry or there was no people in them or things like that. So literally, uh, you're just like, you can delete photos with your finger or you can like say, OK, good to go. That was a fun mm. position because you get to be alone, you get to be inside, like it's just a little bit oh, more nice. of a breather. Yeah, so that was always a nice position to to get. But you did see some some inappropriate things sometimes. Oh, I know nice. uh, it didn't happen to me, but somebody had two people like moon the camera on the <laughs> oh ride. <my> God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they were actually banned for life from the Disney Oh, party. shit. For their oh. boonies. Yep, for their booties. You should not show your butt on the tablet Disney World... Disney is very do to you know, fuck around and find
0: out. <laughs>
1: so may I include yeah. a tangent
2: real quick? Absolutely. This
1: is, this is so interesting to me. So my family went to Disney World one year. And moon the cameras? We were... <laughs> It was us. (laughs) I can't ever go again. No, but we were in the gift shop after uh, Space Mountain, and there's a little photo booth in there. (laughs) So one of my sisters went in and is, you know, like making faces and stuff. Well, she didn't realize there's a giant screen in the gift (laughs) (laughs) shop. displays (laughs) the photo booth. (laughs) so i look up and it's her giving the middle finger <laughs> picture but when she printed the pictures that one was taken off it wasn't on there and i think hmm. because it was like a disney banner so i'm curious now if someone back there was like gotta delete this one <laughs> People, Maybe that's interesting, interesting. yeah well,
2: she good. didn't get banned do, do now yeah i think the middle finger is a little bit like we let that go a little bit more remember, than like, yeah. like someone's bigger like but but um
0: and also like
2: if you i don't know like i did have this she's probably like three or four year old little girl that gives the finger <laughs> to the camera I, I think like her dad was right beside her i was like mm, great parenting but you know i was just like okay delete
0: <laughs> my goodness
2: yeah but anyways that was definitely a, a entertaining position too as well and then we had the unload position where you helped people get off the ride. and same sort of thing like sometimes you had to to stop it slow it down that sort of thing but um overall spaceship for earth was a nice attraction to work out and work at and definitely a really good first attraction to work at because it was shady <laughs> which was so nice in Florida summertime so um yeah we had pretty much shade and all the physicians. some of the physicians were inside so it was really nice and um yeah everyone working there was super nice too very welcoming to the college program students so I was really grateful for that so that was great and then um The job duties that I had at Tomorrowland Speedway were very similar. Greeter, fast pass, load, unload. Um, The favorite position at Tomorrowland Speedway is this position we had that we literally would just sit out on this like hill in the middle of the racetrack. (laughs) And your job is just to like watch the cars. And if any car was stopped working or something, then you would have to like call it in and you have to get someone to come help. The car. But yeah, that position was great because it just like, all right, I can just sit here and chill, watch these cars for thirty minutes or whatever.
0: (laughs) Was it shaded? Like you weren't standing like in the sun, were you? Okay. It was shaded, I was gonna say that sounds like torture. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Luckily it was shaded because a lot of the positions at Tomorrowland Speedway were not shaded and I feel like that is a safety Mm -hmm. issue. But yeah, it was very hot working that attraction. (laughs) So definitely different. What about you, Annalicia? What was your training like? Um, The professional. So my training was a little, a weird. I don't want to
0: say weird. That's a little. That's that's a little mean. So I get there my very first day. um, My supervisor had emailed me a Google Maps and basically was like, "Take this road, turn right here," because it didn't really have like an address, the building that I was going Mm. to. Um, He said, "Go inside." You'll go through the door, you'll make a left, and then it's the very last, last door. And so I was like, okay. So I walked in, and it's just a bunch of cubicles. And I was like, hello? (laughs) Like, I literally, like, had to go find the first person in a cubicle. And I was like, hi, uh, I'm here with the professional internship program. Um, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. And luckily, they directed me to where I needed to go. And I met a bunch of people, and then like I stayed in that cubicle area in front of a com- uh, in front of a desk that did not have a computer, and I just sat there for a week. And what? then and then I had training started, and what? it was in the
2: yeah. So Wait, you didn't do anything for a week, or yes,
0: correct. You are correct. <laughs>
2: They're like, well, oh, I'm the not...
0: intern's here. Just, you know. <laughs> I definitely felt that way. So when I got there, I was assigned a mentor who was supposed to, you know, I was supposed to be assisting. They were supposed to teach and, you know, all that other stuff. And my mentor was literally like half a mile in another building that you needed like a badge access to. And I met her on my first day. They introduced, they took me to that building. I piggybacked on their badge access so I could get in so I could meet her I met her I shook her hand and everything and we chit-chatted up a bit and she was like well I gotta go to a meeting so I'm gonna give you back to so-and-so and And they took me back a half a mile (laughs) we drove uh to the other building where down the hall and on the right I was in a little square cubicle that had a tiny desk and I was like Okay, so the next day, I actually tried to get into that building, and I couldn't find my mentor anywhere, and then I finally found her, and she was like, oh, I don't really have anything for you today, uh, check back again with me later, go back to the other building. So I was like, okay, so I went back to the other building, where I continued to stay, and wait, and wait. They put a little laptop on my desk, because there wasn't a computer computer. <laughs> <laughs> But I was with a lot of software engineers. That's where all the software engineers were, but I'm not a software engineer in the least. Oh my (laughs) God. Power to all of you out there who might be software engineers. That is not my cup of tea. I I cry looking at code. (laughs) And so I felt very much like a fish out of water, but that's okay. Because after the first couple of days slash week, Um, they started doing classes next door and we sat down and we had like a table and there was someone in the front with a white board and they were scribbling stuff away and they were showing us PowerPoints. We took like quizzes and then we went to another room right next to it where um, they had audio animatronics who were (laughs) I call them naked, but they just didn't have clothes on. It was their skeletal structure that we could see and Mm -hmm. we learn on how they moved and how to operate them. The difference between pneumatic and, um, uh, hydraulic, which is basically means, is it going to move by air like a, or is it going to move by water pressure? Um, I don't even think they use that in the newer audio animatronics anymore. They've gone completely electrical, and it looks so much smoother. Um, If you need examples of electrical ones, look at Elsa from Epcot. She's electrical. That's who they were working on. They were working on Elsa, and they were working on... um, Oh my goodness, I forgot her name. I don't know if she has a name. In Avatar Land, in the riverboat, she's...
2: A very oh my gosh, just such a beautiful animatronic. Wow. Yeah. wow. She she was was working so fluid. Fluid. Were working
0: out, uh, When I was there in 2015, those were the two, the two that they oh, were so working cool. on to make electronic. And I was like, oh my god, let me do this. But the way they control them is like purely software. So I was lost. Um, uh, but that's okay. Um, even though I wasn't with my mentor and she was like literally not even in the same building as me I feel very lucky with how things ended up happening because it kind of felt like everyone in that building in that software department and in the mechanical shop next door they all like it was like do you know the saying that like it takes a village to raise a child mm. I was that said child yeah. and everybody else was that Aww. awesome village Aww. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> And I I feel like I learned a lot. I learned a lot of the mechanical side. I learned a little bit of the software side and like a couple of things that they use. And then um, I met one engineer, uh, shout out to Sean, if he's listening, um, who was a quality assurance engineer. And so he took me backstage to a lot of stuff where we were like checking all of the rides to make sure that they still have the high quality, the good magic, that things weren't bumping into stuff that were supposed to be moving and I've really got an eye for detail of like, oh, you guys should really check on this. And they're like, oh, this just like, it looks like it could be better. And, and so that was, that was super cool. Yeah. That is so cool. That's basically <laughs> what I did. I kind of floated <laughs> from kind of person to person, whoever
2: was willing to teach me.
0: And that that was basically my professional internship engineering. Yeah. Position.
2: It was great. So you were alone or did you have other people that were interning with you? It was just me. It was no other
0: interns anywhere else. Um, When I did go take the training courses, there was a couple of them. But uh, so there was one other person uh, and she was the professional internship engineer uh, for the mechanical side. And everybody else was in what was called the apprenticeship program. So Florida offers this thing, I actually don't know if they still offer it, but they used to offer this thing called the Florida Apprenticeship Program, where Disney would literally take on these uh, electrical engineers or like people from this program and teach them. And after four years, you could either move on to something else or you could stay with Disney. I tried applying for that, but they told me if I already have a college degree, Or if I'm working towards a college degree, that that would be easier to get to become a Disney engineer that way rather than go through the apprenticeship program. Like the apprenticeship program was meant to be like a trade school way of getting into Disney, not so much like a college degree holding person. Like a college degree holding person, they're expecting like you're already going to know everything we're basically teaching them here. At least that's what I understood from it because I did apply and I went down and I did an interview. Small side tangent, sorry. And they were like, okay, uh, our wait list is two years. Oh. If you don't hear oh. back from us in two years, uh, then that means you didn't make it. And so I was like, oh, okay. Okay. They're respectful of people's time. I was so respectful. And I had applied in like 2016, the fall of 2016. And uh of course 2018 rolled around and I had heard nothing. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? I think these guys didn't pick me.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: uh, and they did
0: try to call to follow up and I don't know if they remembered me or what, because I was on the phone and I was like, Yeah, I'm calling to follow up to see if I got into the program, you said that your wait list was like two years and it's been about two years. I just wanted to check. And they're like, you've been waiting for two years. And I was like, yeah. They're like, yeah, you, you didn't make it. I don't Aww. know if they looked anything up. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you, you didn't make it. I was Aww. like, okay, have a great day. And then
1: Aww. I cried. Ouch.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, Annalise. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm it's okay. It's no big deal. It's, We're going to move on
2: to something (laughs) by tangent. Disney, you would be so lucky to have Analysia as one of your engineers. Yeah, wish you could have her.
0: her.
1: She's She's going to wait two years for you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like you faced two years. Yeah, I got a little bit lucky, which is why I say that it's okay. Small side side tangent. Sorry, we're totally like a little bit off topic here. But after I had graduated from college and I got my degree, I was actually applying to Disney positions that I saw like online and that were available. And I wasn't getting anything. wasn't getting anything. And then, like literally that very next spring, COVID hit and oh, so right, many people who i knew were in the company that i had kept in contact with or followed on facebook and were still friends with them and everything everybody but one was laid off oh um, it, which is really sad yeah. there was a lot of talented yeah. people that i was friends with that were no longer with disney and i thought to myself like if they had hired me right out of mm-hmm. college like how i was hoping I would be in Florida without a job, away from my family, not knowing what to do oh, next. Yeah. I like, would have been lost. The anxiety, I cannot even imagine the anxiety that I probably would have gone through from being let off. Because of course, they they wouldn't keep me. I would be first one in, first one out for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> not to not to be mean on myself or anything, just realistically saying. It's yeah, um, So Yeah. So in my brain, I'm like, maybe it was. A blessing, maybe God, divine universe, whatever you believe in, it was a sign that was like it wasn't meant to be. You're okay where you're at now. Just vacation there. And when you retire, which is my current plan (laughs) right now, when you retire go and just be like a greeter or just work in like one of the shops there you go. or, you know, do something yes. like this. So you could get in for free or use your retirement money to just live there and have an annual pass. Like that's mm-hmm. just where I'm going to, I plan on retiring is going to be <laughs> at Disney. So I love it's it. It's all good. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stephanie, tell me about your favorite memories working at both the attractions like give me a couple for this one and a couple for that one sprinkle it in
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay um so my favorite memories at spaceship earth mostly have to do with the people that i worked with there everyone was very nice like i said um it was cool because i don't know if it was because it was the summertime or because it was an attraction or what but i worked with a lot of different international college programs students, which was really neat. So now I have friends all over the world. Um, cool. My One of my best friends is Phi. She's from Thailand. And um, we would hang out a lot. And um, actually, I had a car at, at Disney. So I think that... Maybe be friends with and sort of you very popular <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because I would offer them rides. I would take them home from work. we would drive to work together, so yeah, I had five from Thailand, Yanni from China, Marcus from Hong Kong, and yeah, we just had a really good group there. I had another friend from from Georgia where I'm from. Her name was Kia. She was really cool too. So we would all get together and we had a hot pot night one night the chinese students Ooh. they made us hot pot which is really cool. So yeah, I got to like have these neat international experiences and like I said I got to party a little bit more that summer so <laughs> um yeah, I got to experience some things. We had I can't I don't I feel like this was a thing but in my mind I'm like how is this a thing? But there was this night at senior, senior frogs where they had Twenty dollars unlimited drinks or something like that. I was like, "Was that really a thing? Twenty dollars and I could have to drink as much as I wanted." That's dangerous. steamboat. Oh, oh my goodness! I know, yeah. What well, a steal! But it's all like in Florida. Very, yeah, it was like the very sugary, like cocktail mixed things that they had. But yeah, it was that was a fun time. Um, so yeah, that was my favorite part of that summer and then of course when y'all came to visit that was an incredible part of that summer too I think that was the first time we had seen each other since our program right
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
2: so it was like the big first reunion at Disney we got to come I saw some photos of us we went to the beach one day and wrote in the sand like girls 309 reunion uh, that was definitely a highlight of that program as well um so yeah and then working at tomorrowland speedway um attractions in general i felt more a part of a group which was really neat uh, as opposed to being a character attendant like working attractions i got to see the same people every day and really make like friendships and connections. So that was really cool. Tomorrowland Speedway was an even bigger group of people. Um, some of the full-time cast members, they were trained at multiple attractions in, in Tomorrowland. So they would work Speedway some days, spaceship, uh, Space Mountain some days, and um, Buzz Lightyear, rides like that. So sometimes I would see them, sometimes I wouldn't. And then we had the college program students as well. But everyone kind of just was a part of the group there because it honestly felt like working in a mechanics garage working at Tomorrowland Speedway. (laughs) It was so like hot and smelly and just like literally you were working around cars. (laughs) And one of the one of the positions there was the early morning position. You had to like literally put gas in all the cars <laughs> <laughs> oh my all my gas.
0: amazing
2: i know it's so weird i was like never thought i'd be doing this at disney world but um but yeah i had um some really good friends from there as well one of my best friends Brittany. um we connected a lot during the program Uh, She was struggling with relationship problems and I was too. So we bonded over that a lot Um. during that time. And um, I met Patty. She's from Honduras and my roommate. So for that fall program, I had gone with a couple of college friends as well. So I knew some of the people I was going to be living with as roommates already. And so I get to our apartment on the first day. And I thought, like, I was maybe the first one there, but then there was, like, someone already there, and I thought it was, like, for some reason, one of the college friends, and so I was like, oh, hey, and it was, like, not her at all, I was like, this other you know, random girl, I was like, oh, hi, and she was, like, just waking up, and it was, like, very awkward at first, but she ended up being one of my best friends. Her name is Savannah. She's from Belgium, and um, we still keep in contact. She actually wrote a book about her college program experience. So maybe one day we can have her on the podcast too to talk about it. Yes, yeah. So I had a really good time doing that. Do you you have any? Do you have any least favorite memories? Um. So I don't really have any specific least favorite memories it's more just an overall like feeling of like you know when I worked at Spaceship Earth I kind of felt bored sometimes because it got very Mm -hmm. repetitive Um, so I don't think that would be an attraction that I would want to work at forever but it was fine for a couple of months it was good for a couple of months great honestly and then Tomorrowland Speedway like I said it was very hot very smelly there's like some of the positions didn't have any shade we had to wear these steel-toed boots, so and my oh. legs would get so tired. They were so oh. heavy. Yeah, and I would come home, I would just smell, like, gas. My room was to be like, go shower. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the costume wasn't very cute either. But we'll, of course we'll not. <laughs> yeah, are. not very cute. None um, of them are flattering ever. But yeah, I don't have anything that sticks out as being like, oh, that was a terrible experience type of thing. So good though. But yeah, that's good. What about you? What about your favorite memories and your least favorite memories? I'll
0: say my least favorite first, so we can end on something happy. Um, <laughs> so there was one day, and this is the only one I really have. So honestly, out of the entire time I was there, I was happy to only have this one day. But there was one day where my supervisor had asked me, hey, um, this program, it does this thing called a GUI, which if you don't know what a GUI is, it basically brings up a window with buttons that you can, it's basically for a user to interact with. Hey, this thing brings up a GUI, I need these numbers to show up on this instead of this, but you're supposed to get them from this Excel data sheet. And I was like, okay. Uh, And so I was going through the code, which was, mind you, like a thousand lines of code. And I was scrolling through. And if you're someone who programs, you'll know that people who write code, if you inherit someone else's code, it. Is difficult it's it's just it's, it's hard because everyone has their way of naming variables in the code of syntax of what they use there's in order to get from point A to point B when it comes to programming there are a million ways to path it out and for it to go and everyone has their preferences comments are sometimes not a thing when people really need a comment in their programming <laughs> And so I was trying to understand. And again, I had like maybe one class of programming because I'm not I'm not a programmer. I had like dabbled in it one class and that's where I learned I didn't like it. So I was trying to recall that sort of like memory in the back of my brain. And I was getting or uh, flustered and frustrated and I couldn't figure it out. I would Like compile it and it would give errors and when I finally didn't get errors it wasn't doing the thing in the GUI that I wanted it to and I was working on it for a while and my supervisor came in to check on me and I tried to explain to him what was wrong and I don't know what happened but my emotions just took hold and I could feel myself getting ready to cry Mm. which I started to panic because I was like oh my god don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry (laughs) I'm sure he could see that I was getting teary eyed and everything. And I like, I took a breath and I was like, I'm sorry. I just don't understand this and this and this part. And I explained to him what it was. I did not end up shedding a tear, which I was so proud of myself for for not doing. And He was like, okay, well, don't worry about it. Remain calm, you know. If you mess up, we have a copy of the original code that I gave you. So you can use this as much as in like mess it up as much as you want. We'll have the original code and it's not like you can do any damage. And And then I felt a little bit better, but I went home disappointed in myself that I started to get teary eyed and I let my emotions get the better of me. And I was just so out of my element. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for.
1: It's not what I wanted to be
0: doing when I came to Disney. I didn't want to work at a desk in a computer, which is Mm. fine because eventually my favorite memories came into place and I was actually (laughs) out in the field, out in the theme parks. And so some of my favorite memories actually was working on the three Caballeros uh, animatronic figures. The ones that are in the uh, Mexican ride inside the pyramid at the very end. uh, Panchito's got his... Oh, I don't know if they're guns, they might be maracas, I don't know if they changed it for, you know, uh, politically correct reasons and all that other stuff, and then uh, one of them has a guitar and everything, and um, uh, I didn't work on Donald, but I worked on Panchito, and then the other mechanical engineer that I was friends with in the training, she worked on uh, Jose, along with another engineer, and we wired and he showed us how to like put stuff into like these connectors that were super cool and then they tried to show us the GUI program that controlled it and it did start moving right in front of our eyes and I was like I was so excited (laughs) um and at that point I was like it's in the programmer's hands now they're gonna take care of everything I've done my job and I helped cable manage and move some stuff and I was there when they were installing it the night of but they didn't need me for too long and so I left but then I rode that ride I kid you not like seven times just to see (laughs) the end results because I was so proud that I had a hand in making that and even though like people may not think like oh it's the three cabajeros that ride is so lame or whatever it has a very 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 special place in my heart and there was One time I went on the ride and there was a little girl behind me and she was like, mom, mom, look, it's Donald. And she's like, yeah, that is Donald. And like my heart just bursted
1: with happiness.
0: And I was like, this is what it's all about. This is why I want to be a Disney engineer. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, this is it. Like it was the best feeling I had had like in my life at that point. It was amazing. Um, So that was one of my favorite memories. And then another favorite memory, I'm going to say two of them. Uh, I got to help work on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That ride is really difficult to get to some places. Maybe the engineers did not think like, oh, we're going to have to maintenance this. People are going to have to figure out how to get to these figures at some point in time. There's some moments where you literally have to like, like... (laughs) Shimmy your way like crab walk <laughs> across a really tiny ledge to get from platform
2: to platform. Just imagining you're like ducking over the cannons and like <laughs> rolling.
1: Pirate <laughs> <Tired laughs> adventures.
2: Actually,
0: that ship uh, after you go through that dip and you're turning to go into the city, and that ship that's in the harbor that's shooting cannons at you, mm. and it's Captain Barbosa on the thing, and he's asking for Captain Jack Sparrow. I have been on that ship. I have been next to the cannons. Yeah, at the time, uh, the Imagineer that I was working under was actually working on the audio animatronic for the Auctioneer. And he was basically becoming like Elsa. And he was showing me, he was so proud of it because there's a part... Where he says, um, I don't want chickens, it be gold I'm after. And he does this with his fingers, right? You know like that money like Rebby Rebby Rebby. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. for those of you who can't see me and are listening to this podcast, I'm I'm doing a finger finger for the side of Bulas. Um he like would raise his arm and he would do this with his fingers, which in Audio Animatronic Land. Like that is a huge feat to make look realistic, to make look smooth, to not make it like make a lot of sounds as it's moving its fingers. Like that was a high feat. And I was there when they were installing it, when they were working on it, troubleshooting it, when he, when the auctioneer was quote unquote naked with just his skeleton <laughs> And of course, while I was there, I got to see the other parts. That part at the end where they're in the jail and they're whistling for the dog. I have a picture of me, like, literally behind the bars. I won't share it, though, because I don't want to get Aww. like anyone in trouble if we weren't supposed to be there. Then we weren't. I'm lying. <laughs> 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 but that was amazing. I went up and like stood right next to the Captain Jack Sparrow. Audio animatronic, and I was actually taller than him. Perspective is everything. When you're down on the wow. boat and you're looking up at him, he looks normal. If you're standing right next to him, he's like maybe five foot four. He was, he was very small.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Um,
0: but just that entire experience, because Pirates of the Caribbean. If you could ask the girls, if you know me, I'm super big into pirates. I love pirates. I think they're cool. I. Not historically accurate ones. I like their aesthetic, just, just to be clear, like, I don't approve of what the, like, historically <laughs> of what pirates did. I don't approve of it. But yes. the aesthetic of pirates, the thought of going on, like, adventures and finding treasure, I think is such a cool idea. When we went on our pirate adventure throughout Adventureland, mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, the best thing that we were doing, at, like, of all time. And so to go on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride... Like something that's so classic and iconic and there from like the very beginning of the like opening of the theme park is just like, oh my God, I'm here. Like within a piece of Disney history, like just, oh, it was an amazing night. Actually an amazing week because I got to go like multiple nights because we couldn't just put the audio animatronic in and call it good. We had to go multiple times to troubleshoot because he was breaking down, you know, the growing pains of being new to the show and everything as, you know, one would imagine. And so <laughs> I got to go multiple times, which was even cooler. Cause after it was an important time, I was like, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> <This> <laughs> part of the ride. It was just amazing. And I could not be happier. I cannot hold on to those memories more preciously enough. Like, I don't know what the words well, are well, to well. describe how happy I am that I have those memories and I'm so thankful to the Imagineer that took me out there. If you're listening, thank you. I won't name your name in case I got you in trouble. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 you know who you are, and you're a real one, and I still think about Aww. you and kind of down there, and you're awesome. You're <laughs> the best. And you've made my life like complete for sure. <laughs> Aww.
1: Um
0: so yeah, so um moving on to the next question, Stephanie. Seeing as how like both of these positions that you are in were both uh attractions how do they compare do you feel like they were very different or very similar like how do they compare and how do they compare from being a uh so <laughs>
1: oh,
0: sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> like for a second <laughs> um the two attractions were very different to be honest just like completely different vibes um Yeah, Tomorrowland Speedway, like I said, is more like working in a mechanic's garage than (laughs) a Disney attraction. And Spaceship Earth was very, like, calm and just, like, you know, slow and pretty chill. So, yeah, they were definitely uh, totally different experiences, but had similarities as well with, like, their positions and everything. So going from Spaceship Earth to going to Tomorrowland Speedway, it was a little bit easier for me to understand you know, how to work the fast pass position, greeter, load, all of that. So those were very similar aspects. Um, As compared to being a character attendant, it was very different. Character attending, you know, completely different who you work with, how you're working with the guests and the lines and the time management and how you're more by yourself. Um, It's definitely a completely different role, I would say. So yeah, but if I went back, um, I would say if I did another college program, I would prefer to do attractions because I think it's more fun to do attractions when you're just there for a short amount of time. It's a lot easier to make friends and feel a part of a group, and I loved that everyone went out to have uh, meals at ale house or mcdonald's or waffle house or whatever after our shifts so that was really special and cool i didn't really get that being a character attendant so i think that's part of the experience that's really special but i think if i worked in the park full-time and had to do a role for you know an extended period of time i would do character attending just because um i think it's a more enjoyable and challenging role. So yeah, I think it's something that I would get less bored with for a long period of time. So yeah, what about you, Annalicia? Um, A professional internship versus the college program
0: are like two different animals, completely. Yeah. <laughs> Apples and oranges, 100%. Um, on one hand, you have being in front of guests and having to look a specific way and fulfill a specific duty. And yeah, you are part of a team. And like, I really liked that being a part of a team. But then on the other side, the professional internship side, I was never in front of guests. In fact, I was almost always like behind the scenes. Uh, I was usually almost always working at night when the when cast and like other guests were no longer there at the park, when maintenance usually happens. Um, for reals, Disney World is the land that never sleeps like you think everybody's gone uh, they're not there's it's 24 seven people are always there um, and not having the like team building aspect but having so much more of like a rewarding and fulfilling thing that I wanted to do when I was like when I wanted to grow up I wanted to be a Disney Imagineer and so they were two very different but both like very very amazing like opportunities and experiences that I had and I would I would not want to change a thing even with like you know all of the ups all of the downs I would go back and I would do them all again just to have those amazing memories I would tell my previous self like enjoy it. You soak up every last minute of it. Don't clock out early. Don't don't leave because you're gonna you're gonna miss it. You're gonna go back home and you're gonna be like man I miss not being able to just go to the parks whenever I wanted when I had the time off. I miss not being able to memorize the fireworks show just because I was there all the time (laughs) or what have you like you know what I mean? It's it's something that you're definitely gonna miss so cherish everything. Yeah. Would you give any advice to anybody who was wanting to do the college program? What would you say to them?
2: Um, I would say, as we've said before, don't take it too seriously. Try to relax <laughs> and enjoy it. I know it's very like new and overwhelming and stressful at times. But yeah, just try to enjoy every moment, really um, try to make friends with people, cherish those friendships and those people that you meet and have fun. And go to the parks as much as you can. Like We went a lot, but I I miss it still. Mm -hmm. I really miss those days when we were able to just go to the parks even for a few hours. So I know you're tired, you're working there, it's exhausting, you're in the parks every day. But if you have the time and the energy, I'd say definitely take advantage of that perk when you're working at Disney. And um, explore other things around Orlando too. It's obviously not just Disney there. There's some really fun things to do around Orlando. You have Universal, of course. I enjoyed getting to experience that. You also have Gatorland. (laughs) Shelby and I had a fun day going to Gatorland. (laughs) 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 And um, they have the beaches, medieval times, things like that. So yeah, definitely get out and explore. And if you can bring your own car, I definitely recommend that because the yeah, transportation system that they have at least ten years ago. It hopefully is better now. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that would—that's what I would say. What about you, Annalisa?
0: Ah, uh, very similar things for sure. Bring your own vehicle if you can. Um, just because transportation may not be super reliable, but also it gives you the opportunity to explore a lot of places, yeah, outside of Disney, and gives you the freedom to like, oh, I want to go or I want to leave, come and go whenever you're ready. Definitely go to the parks as much as you possibly can. If you are thinking or considering um applying for the Disney College program, I highly recommend it. I feel like it was a very good like stepping stone for me to becoming an adult. I was I had graduated high school. I was still living with my parents, going to college in the exact same city. So I was very much like in my own like little like desert bubble, (laughs) I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, But this had a really good opportunity, like because they take your rent right out of your paycheck and all of the utilities are included. So you didn't have to worry about like. Budgeting bills, like what you got at the end was what you had to do groceries or to have fun things. And so budgeting was really easy. Um, all of the uh, housing areas that we were in had a security guard in the front. So we were very safe for the most part. We didn't have random Florida people that you see on the news wandering around inside of our our complex. <laughs> <laughs> um and it was a really good like step like you're not going out and moving into an apartment by yourself you have roommates and if you're lucky enough maybe you might get roommates that'll just last forever and be in your life forever and make long-lasting friendships and so if you are thinking about it I highly recommend it just go for it and if you don't get it Apply again, because Disney hires all kinds of people from Mm -hmm. all walks of life, introvert, extrovert, and everywhere in between. So if you are thinking about it, it's a wonderful opportunity. I can't recommend it highly enough. And also, when you do get there, chill. It's fine. You're going to do fine. (laughs) Take it from us, who definitely probably overthought everything, probably were over nervous about everything. That that is one thing I do kind of regret a little bit. Was looking back and remembering how anxious I was all the time, and thinking, "What was I anxious for?" I don't even remember what some of the things I was anxious about or what I was anxious about. I'm like, if it happened, I would have been just fine. <laughs> like you know, just. Enjoy it. Just enjoy it and soak it all up. That's what I'll end it with. Um, Do you have any last-minute thoughts? Anything you want to add?
2: I was just going to ask what the housing situation for the professional internship was like. Was it different than our college program housing? Yes, it was.
0: So I stayed in what was called Falcon Square, and it was in Winter Garden. Um, So if you... There's like a, when you enter into Magic Kingdom, there's a road on the far, 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 far right in order for you to get to the contemporary parking lot and to the, uh, there's like a campground resort hotel also back there. If you take that road and you keep, I don't actually, I don't know. I shouldn't maybe be giving you directions to this. It may (laughs) or may not still be open to just random people like me, but if you keep driving... Eventually, you'll come to a four-way stop, you'll make a right, it'll be the Disney University on one side, and then you'll make a left, and if you kept going for a decent, like, you know, 15-20 minutes, uh, you'll come across the Falcon Square, and that's where where I stayed. I actually really liked those dorms much better than Vista Way.
1: I you wonder why. Anything's better
0: than Vista Way. <laughs> Orgy hot tubs? I liked it because, yeah, you were still living with one other person in the room, but it was much more modern. It was a little bit bigger. And the bathrooms that they had, uh, there was like a door that was like for the rest of the apartment and also a door that led to like your Mm -hmm. room. And then the other apartment had like a completely enclosed or the other room, I'm sorry, had a completely enclosed bathroom, modern, like living room, dining area, kitchen was much better. The only thing I will say though was that it did not have a security guard and they did not have a cool clubhouse where you can go and rent movies and books and all that. It was very much more like, you're an adult now, here is the apartment we are gonna allow you to stay in Then have at it. But I really liked I really liked the area. It was nice because it was very secluded, and it was only like a five minute drive away from Publix. And if you don't no. know, Publix is like the grocery store of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go to Walmart; you go to Publix. <laughs> I didn't know that. We don't have a Publix where where I'm from. So when I came and I saw it, I was like, "What is this place?" <laughs> like, Publix uh, is great. Yes, <laughs>
2: Publix is great.
0: Were you at uh, Vista Way for all of your other? Um,
2: no, actually, no. I was at Ooh, okay. Chatham for my second program, which was very fancy. Oh, nice, fancy. Chatham. Was, yes, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. And then I was at Patterson Court for my third program, so I got to kind of experience the the different types of, of housing. Chatham is definitely the nicest, <laughs> but um, now,
0: like all three of the options, was there three or four options? There was
2: four. What was the four? Oh, okay
0: i don't mm.
2: have <laughs> i think there's, we, i'm pretty sure there's four but i can't remember the fourth one the name Neither of it
0: I. it's been 10 i years. feel like
2: the fourth one was more international people staying there maybe but i um. could be wrong um and then nowadays they have like even fancier housing that they've opened up the flamingo crossing or something like that yeah it looks very nice so yeah i'm Mm -hmm. sure it's not cheap but (laughs) it (laughs) definitely looks nicer than what we had
0: of course when we're not there they just decide to upgrade of course (laughs) (laughs) they needed to upgrade yeah (laughs) that's necessary we made the most of our little tiny (laughs) unmodern old living area a hundred percent. We really did. Please. <laughs> percent. Anything else you wanted to add, or Ashley, Shelby? Anything else you guys want to add? I have a question. What's that? I was going to ask both of you. Do
1: you think that, like, a little age and time helped at all for your second stints and your third, Stephanie? Like, do you think it, it made it no. easier? Yes. Definitely. I
0: was, <laughs> I'm a date myself saying this, but in <laughs> my first college program, I did not have a smartphone. I had one of those flippy phones yeah. that had the entire keyboard underneath it to text. Oh, wow. don't, don't, don't talk to me. And I was terrified, even though I had a car, I was terrified because if I got lost, I was oh. lost. I had no GPS, nowhere knowing of where to go or anything like that. So when my professional internship came around, I made sure that I absolutely had a smartphone. And I, even though I didn't have unlimited data, I had a little bit of data where I wasn't going to not be able to find my way home. <laughs> I remember one night at the college program. So uh, the first time I had ever gone to Magic Kingdom, Shelby drove us in her really really nice vehicle and i was in the back seat and it was nighttime do you think i was paying attention to where we were going no i had a magical time in magic Kingdom. do you think i paid attention on the way back where we were going no i was thinking about the castle and the beautiful fireworks and my amazing life at disney so the first time that i ever went to magic kingdom by myself i was driving out and i was like I'm just going to drive straight until I see something familiar, which if you do that on the Disney property, you're not going to get to where you need to go. You're not going to do it. You're just not. And I eventually got to a point where I had left Disney, right after I had left Disney property, it looked like I was about to get onto like a highway. And I was like, Nope, 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 Nope. Nope. turned around and didn't leave and kept going straight until I got to the Magic Kingdom gates again and I am so lucky that there was even a cast member there but I <laughs> went up to the, the little parking like check-in thing and she was like are you gonna come into the park and I was like no I'm trying to get to this to <laughs> I was like about to cry and the poor cast member she was so nice she took pity on me. She's like, okay, turn around, and you're gonna see a sign that says this. Take that exit, Aww. and then it'll take you to the main road like by a Walmart. And I'm like, okay, I know where the Walmart is. I know how to get to there from there. And she's like, okay, good luck. And I took Aww. off. Aww. Clearly. I, I made it home. And from that point on, I was like, never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> <My> anxiety." <laughs> ever again. I'd like to point out
1: that this was 2014 it's not like it was the early. you you said I'm gonna date myself
0: (laughs) (laughs) you were a little late to the smartphone game which is fine I just the smartphone (laughs) yes I should make that very clear how much of a I don't know a dork I was (laughs) for not Uh having a smartphone and I didn't which was very sad because there were a lot of times where all of my friends were bored and they were on their phone while we were at Kilimanjaro Safaris, like in the break room. They were on their phone and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what I do have any way to entertain myself. <laughs> so I was like, no nope, smartphone. The next time, learn your lessons, learn your lessons,
2: felt more comfortable on property
0: and everything was better. <laughs>
2: I can't believe we were able to get around without, like, Google Maps and smartphones before. How did we get places? I don't know. <laughs> no, we had map quests and stuff, but I didn't print out directions for everything, did I? Like, Crazy. That's how my parents did it, but we yeah. didn't even have a printer
0: in the room, so I was, yeah, honestly, I was just going to call my dad and be like, give me directions for <laughs> From the house computer on the desktop because we also didn't have a laptop at home or anything. We were very much not technology. I've learned now. Technology Mm -hmm. is
2: your (laughs) friend. Certainly can be. Yeah, for me, I definitely I was more confident my second and third program and like going like being around the newbies that were very nervous mm-hmm. I felt like kind of the the grandmother like it's fine you've cool yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 it was cool to be able to do that and also like going back to my college I was one of the first people at my college that did the Disney college program there was like one girl that did it before me so I was, like, the go-to girl for information. Uh, I actually did my thesis on the Disney College program. I made these, like, brochures and did, like, presentations trying to support it and give information about it. So, yeah, I think Uh, a lot more people started doing it after I did it, which was cool.
0: Nice. Yeah. Cool. All righty. I guess that about wraps it up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been the Girls of 309 podcast. Um, follow us. Look out for more episodes. I don't know how to do this, guys. <laughs> it's true. It's so
1: listen, listen if you want or don't. We don't get <laughs> This is for us. This
0: is for us to look at ourselves. <laughs> uh, exactly.
2: All right. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.